Welcome back to the Wedding Wisdom Podcast with Doug Winters. I am your host, Doug Winters. Today is episode 36, a continuation of my conversation with Michelle Farber about bar mitzvahs. We had spoken a couple of weeks ago, which was episode 34, and we both felt that there was so much more to discuss about this really major part of our industry. So I really want to thank Michelle for coming by for a couple of hours and allowing us to go deep into the world of bar and bat mitzvahs. And I think everyone's really going to enjoy this one. Here's me and Michelle Farber, part two. All right, so we are here with my new favorite person in the world, Michelle Farber. And this is part two of our bar mitzvah deep dive. There are three things that people like us do in the event entertainment industry. We do weddings, bar and bat mitzvahs, and corporate events. You know, anniversaries and you know, family social. occasions, mm-hmm. social occasions. Right. Start us from the beginning. I, I come to you and say, I have two sons, six years apart, so we'll have plenty of time to figure out what we want to do for the second plenty one. Plenty of time. And, that's the, that's uh, always the great The first word. one's getting, getting, getting bar, bar mitzvah in two years. And... I just got my date. I, I just got my date, and I come to you because I've heard that you're the best at making bar mitzvahs. Thank you. What is the best bar mitzvah? What does that mean? You have to look at it from my standpoint of what our role is in it. It's almost like, okay, hi, Doug, you're building a house. Mm-hmm. So are you going to do it on your own and be the general contractor, or... Are you um, fortunate enough to have the um, ability to hire someone who will manage every aspect of it and, like we had said in the last podcast, allow you to be a guest, allow you to be as involved as you want to be, which many clients Mm -hmm. like to be involved and are involved, but and I had said this to you before, before you turn the microphone on, that there's a really fine line between a client that collaborates with us. And so many of my clients are so, um, you know, have great, great style and aesthetic and know what they want even better when they don't know what they want. Because if you don't know what you want, but you don't know you can easily <laughs> you say, I don't, don't well, no, you could say, you know, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I know that I don't like Blue. So then blue's off the table for decor. When the analogy of having a um, having a general contractor is, okay, you're building a house. So we're not running out to go look for a sofa mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You're going we're going to make sure, I guess, that all your permits are registered, that you we have an architect, that we have um, a Demolition person. I mean, I'm, this is all terrible analogies because no, I am be- an event planner and not a, th- a general contractor. But this is starting to become a theme because when I was talking uh, the other day to Dewan Stroud, mm-hmm. he said you have to know like the laws, the rules, the, the oh, I, know, I was the, listening the, the to the podcast. I was listening to the podcast um, yeah. on my way out here this morning, and I was laughing when he said that the reference about the parades down Fifth Avenue. Yeah. There are fairs, street fairs. Oh, God. For example, I had a bus once that took clients from Central Synagogue to Doubles in the Sherry Netherland. That's where the party was. Okay. Central is 55th and Lex. I'm doing a party in, in a few weeks at uh, Temple Emmanuel on, on Fifth Avenue, and they allow us to pull the bus up right in front. But that's great, except I need a bus counselor to 
get the children onto the street and onto the door side of the bus because I can't let them walk because themselves. Because you are the local parenti. Yeah. Right? I mean, I literally, am. they're your responsibility. They the are parents my, are given to you. They're my responsibility. And even if they weren't, they still are because I'm a yeah. crazy you're a caring Jewish person. mom. Right? <laughs> but, um, yeah, we've we've actually we have a good track record, and I'm knocking on wood, and everyone has been yet. safe. I've not lost a kid yet, but I I think that all of those duties and responsibilities fall under the the planner or the coordinator, whoever mm-hmm. you know, whatever person. So that's the decision, the first decision they should make. Yeah, and and I'm not naive to the fact that you know. Having a planner is a luxury. There's a, a price associated with it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people are, um, you know, not naive because you have to be a, an organized person. You have to be into details. M- maybe your your how you live allows you to have the time. If you work full time, maybe it's something that you're not interested in. Mm-hmm. So. I think right off the bat, and let's just talk about it from my perspective because that's what we do. So we're hired, and then there's a comfort level of that we have found a venue, and they could come to us and say, "I got married at, you know, so and so country club, and mm-hmm. that's where I'm having my bar mitzvah, my kids' bar mitzvah, and we're done. That's it. I'm not looking at venues. This is where I want to have it. So okay. then that item's off the table. Then they say, my you know, dream is to have had the photographer that we used also for my wedding. And, you know, because you remember, by the time your child is 11, it isn't that much time that ago that you got married. Maybe 15 years at the most. Right. I mean, sometimes not. You know, they're 11, could be 12, 13, right. Yeah. So chances are... that's really true, yeah. That the, you know, that those great vendors are in business. And they're still in business. Right. So that phone call gets made because there's one of that person. You know, if they turned around and said, um, I want to have a celebrity act of, and this doesn't happen often, but it, it could, I can't wait. I have to make a phone call and say, can so-and-so, you know, able to Give me perform. Name. Just throw out a name. Oh goodness! Is it as big um, as Beyonce or, or no? Not that? not for me. Um, so many of my clients really want their bar mitzvahs to be about their children, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying it in any bad way. But the party becomes known as the Beyonce party. You know, right. word on the street. Okay. And, it's not the kid. Yeah. It's the fact of Beyonce. But, but if that's what you want to do. LeBron and, James on right. the for Exactly. Minutes. If that's what you want to do. We were guests at a bar mitzvah and there was a, um, I don't know, a starting someone from the Giants. <laughs> and he was in kids' cocktails and we were guests and they were doing autographs. And half the party was standing in, the, the husbands were standing Online. in kids' cocktails to get autographs guys, wasn't guys. so much about their, the, the kids all were where they were supposed to be, but the dads whose kids weren't there were invited. <laughs> and I even got sucked into it. And yeah. I'm like, I don't even know who he is. I don't even, I can't even name 10 people who play on, <laughs> on the giants. I don't come across those 
things too much that often. And also those things are obvious. Yes. The the things that, that aren't obvious are, you know, a photographer or um, a venue. Once we secure where we're having it, we start to build a team. The you vendors. Know, these are the vendors. You know, when or a client's much more educated and says, you know, I love so-and-so's work. They're an incredible photographer. I like their aesthetic. I'd love to use them. Or... Doug Winter's band is my favorite, mm-hmm. and I, I want to figure out how maybe to incorporate a band and a DJ, because my right. my kid only wants to have a DJ. So all of those building blocks we start to put together and build the team. There are certain aspects that the child should be involved in. I, I really don't think that that your child needs to pick the colors of the custom printed menu that right. we're doing. Especially when they're 11. Exactly. Well, by now we're, by, now. no, but by, but we're not on any of those details then. Remember, oh, we're okay. just putting the team together. Okay, right, I don't right, think right. a child needs to interview a photographer. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. I, I think that there's a. Or wants to. You'd be surprised. There are some, <laughs> but um, it's important for them to connect to the MC. So a lot of times we'll introduce them, and you can kind of see, like when an MC says in a meeting to a client, you know, do you like to dance or do you like being the center of attention? There are some kids that really hone in to the question, yeah. and I'm finding fewer and fewer that that you know. They don't give that that I don't know glazed over eye look. They know, and sometimes a client will say, well, "I know for a fact my son doesn't like to dance." Well, you don't know what he's going to be like in two years, right? And don't um, discount the fact that you know he he might end up loving to dance. <laughs> right. And I feel like once. All of the team is put in place, and every this is so contrived, but every eye is dotted and T is crossed, and we've picked cocktail napkins and chargers and flowers and clothing and makeup. And you know, I'm going down the list of yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah. that you've had, you know, on your podcast oh, and that's each funny. of the, yeah. you know, territories and team members. I right. guess I keep going back to that name. That's back to that word. It's showtime. So it's showtime without a dress rehearsal. Right. And then you have to step away from, or I have to, as the planner, trust that I did everything and and made sure over and over again that the things are in place and the sensitivities to certain things that, you know, if a mom points out to me that she really doesn't want to have a long dance with her son for a mother-son dance. Sure. Because her her child feels uncomfortable. Yeah. I will have it on a timeline, but I will make sure that I am whispering in the ear for the MC or standing across the room right. doing the cut. Seconds. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Get out. And yeah. you know, you're just Believe sensitive it. to all of that. It it's that that's a fact, major factor in weddings. You know, it's like yeah, how, how, same thing. does a groom want to dance with his mother right. in front of two hundred people? Everyone's different, you know. I, I think that we approach um, coming into the the planning of the party to really f- have the best fit for the personality of the host and hostess, mm-hmm. their children, their dynamic of what's happening in their home. You know, when when um, 
I see that it's an older child and there's a middle child and maybe even a really young child, like two or three years old. I, I, I have a client that I meet her and I don't know if she she listens to this. I'll have to tell her about it. But we've been working for a while. The party's coming up, Can I always and use she more has listeners. always always, okay. always more listeners. She has a baby, and our best meeting time was when he napped because she oh, knew right. she was going to be home. Yeah, and I remember like standing with her when she was changing his diaper, and I just remember thinking like, "Wow, this is so cool." You know, <laughs> he's two years old, but right. um, I think that you have to. And everyone will say this, no matter what part of the industry, in any industry, you have to know your client and your customer, and you have to figure out a way to work with them to make it most comfortable and easy. This is a service business, and if someone can't talk because they have a crazy day at work, they're an attorney, they travel, they, I mean, I have you know, moms who are all over the place oh, sure. we, and yeah. carpooling and in Italy with clients on a case or on the stock exchange floor, or mm-hmm. you name it. You know, yesterday when someone said to me, can you talk at nine at night? I can, you know, do mm-hmm. I always want to? No. I, I think that that whole boundary and work-life balance mm-hmm. isn't, you know, it's kind of like a fictitious, weird word. It's where I am in my life. Like I don't have, we talked about this last time, we're empty nesters. So I don't have to necessarily put dinner on the table for a family like I used to. I don't have to necessarily have a stocked refrigerator Mm -hmm. come Monday morning. I don't have to make lunches. I don't have to help anyone with homework. (laughs) So nine o'clock actually worked for a phone call and we got something done and took it off the to-do list for today. So it's, and that might not work for one of my colleagues, you know, might just her, her or his life might not be conducive at all to talking to people. Yeah. In the evening, it works for me. It's that matching together and putting together the the right personalities that will make this whole two or three year journey um, smooth sailing. And you you could easily be hired in October of 2019 for a March of 2023 wedding. And all we're really doing is you're meeting the client. I'm usually with you because I'm a little bit of a control freak and <laughs> it's good to like be. to be yeah. there. And, and also that's got to make the client feel comfortable. Yeah, I think involved. so. And I there. know the questions to ask. And it's kind of like a formula. You know, if we're, if we're, if, if none of the equation is really filled in yet and we're just starting, we don't know where we're having the party, you kind of have an idea of how many people. Mm-hmm. You know, can you imagine as a, a band leader sitting down to book a job and, you know, the client saying, I have no idea where I'm having it. And I, I could have 200 people. I could have 400 people. Mm-hmm. So you have to make them feel comfortable. You have to make them want you. Right. And, yeah. and then the what will probably happen is back and forth and back and forth with contracts and proposals. And we might not be able to decide exactly on the dotted line of how much your band costs because maybe for 400 people you would need more people in your band mm-hmm. versus if it or were a bigger sound two, system or exactly anything. or yeah. where the venue is or mm-hmm. whatever 
look at it from the approach of how can I best put together the needs of, you know, what will make my client feel most comfortable and, and if they're starting so far in advance, then there's that really good feeling where I am right now with a client for 2021. And we booked the venue, which she knew, it's a, right. one of, at her country club, photographer, entertainment company. She now has she us as a planner. that you told her about? She knew word on the street. She had been to a bunch of parties. But you give your opinions on... Yes, and okay. I work with them. So we right. interviewed... We shopped around, mm-hmm. um, which isn't a dirty word anymore. You know, no, I, of course not. I feel like it's, um, it, it has to be the best fit. And I, I really, really believe, I don't think I'm naive, that there is enough work out there for everyone. If you're buying a really nice car in the same price range, so you've got Mercedes, BMW, Audi, Lexus, and, and you've got four salesmen, you know, four really good salesmen. Right. Good, and, and you're helping your, your client buy a new car. Right. And it's like there are four legitimate options, and right. they'll all be laid out for them, and they do a test drive. They do. It's, it's yes. really not. That's a pretty good analogy. Yeah, no, it's a great analogy because I think that the, the one little thing that could make it different is that the BMW could have a bigger sunroof, and if right. they like that, then that's or what happens. Or one of them might, might have four-wheel drive, and they drive up to Vermont all the time. Right, and they want, exactly. You know, so there's a lot out there to choose from. There's always new things. Like I love when clients introduce me and say, did you ever work with so-and-so? And I said, no, I've never even heard of him. It's happened in the past with a photographer. Mm. She said, you know, this is years ago. doesn't do a lot in the bar and bat mitzvah world, but we just love him. And then I love him. And Or vice versa. It could be someone who just wasn't a great fit for the mitzvah world because there's a different kind of timeline and different kind of energy and they're very tunnel vision on weddings. Mm-hmm. But I think it, that everyone, you know, all of us in on the vendor side have learned to be really flexible. And, you know, if you want to be in the bar mitzvah world, then you learn how to speak bar mitzvah. It's, you know. Tell me about entertainment. Okay. <laughs> okay. What what captivates 120 kids and and 150 parents? A really good mix of um, and timed out properly mm-hmm. of music and let's just say, for lack of a better word, games or crafts or yeah, interactive. Yeah. No, no, as specific or, as you can be, the better. Right. So nowadays, you know, think about what's happening in the world and social media and photos. And so is it still you know, photo booths or something? Yeah, big? but they're on steroids. Meaning, Mirror meaning booths and Vogue booths, and they do those gifs, and everything gets sent oh, to social wow. media. Oh, and immediately. Immediately, it's you know, okay. the kids don't even necessarily want the printout of the picture anymore because they're showing it on their phone and it goes on to Instagram. So, you know, there's a great, um, there's a fun karaoke kind of situation. It's called carpool karaoke. And oh, like uh, James yeah, Corden. James Corden. A few of the entertainment companies have, they're actually like real mini Coopers and I think they've been cut in half and they're all outfitted for all of the, you know, technology for karaoke and they are able to come into a venue that has the size doors that can 
you could bring a car in, which (laughs) many of these venues do um, the fashion shows or corporate things where they do bring in large items and cars and stuff. I'm sure you have done, like like if you do the party at the museum, any of the museums in Manhattan, it's like they're the size of subway cars. Yes, exactly. The elevators, yeah. Exactly. So how cool is it? Instead of a karaoke booth that is also great, there's a real car sitting in the middle, and it's fun (laughs) and fantastic. But then you have to think to yourself, okay, it's great, and we've seen it as a client four times already. And what's the next thing? So different than the oh, wedding wow. world. Mm-hmm. I think this is so interesting. And I, I, I brought it up the other day from the child's perspective. Because it's a slippery slope, I, I would think. You're going to a bar or bat mitzvah every weekend. So if you right. are part of this 100-person friendship Circuit. group... Right? Circuit. You right. You know, in the beginning of September, you know that you have November 1st, there's a Saturday night party. I don't know if November 1st is Saturday, but uh, Saturday night of that weekend. The following weekend might be a Friday party and maybe a Sunday party. The following weekend is Thanksgiving. So maybe there's nothing until Saturday night. Maybe there's something Thursday night. Be- I mean, something on Wednesday night. So that child, parent, grandparent, you name it, are seeing similar things and similar formulas of a service in the morning and a kiddish and then going to a party and having cocktails and maybe the adults are seeing live music in the adult cocktail. A children's cocktail and yeah. an adult cocktail. And, okay. the, and the children's cocktail is typically where all the kids kind of like acclimate and get to know one another and the games Is there a kind part, of food? That they no, I mean like sliders or yeah, that kind of thing instead of it sushi? depends on the kid. No, sushi is a definitely up there for kids. Oh, so kids yeah. would be yeah. yeah. We so these I are, think these we are, did all of this to our kids. And if you expose and I'm saying it in a good way, if you exposed your children to not, you know, kid food. Right. And you're a foodie and you love to travel, mm-hmm. then well, so why would you just sophisticated kids. Right, exactly. Right. But we, we always have that the base of you know, mac and cheese and right. pasta with butter and all right. So that was brilliant. Things. The the uh, the uh, Mini Cooper. Yeah, it's great. Oh, really but, okay. Fun. So that now you brought up a, a, another great point, which is how many times can you do that before you're known as all right? Right, but any of use, it, any. You know, but if you if you think about the Mini it, Cooper trick. <laughs> right, but but if you think about it, it's anything. What if your decor were pink balloons and that was the trend? How many times can you do it? You know, right. if you have a band that features um, steel drum, and you think it's so great. Right. You know, you're not going to necessarily say, I have to have it and invite my same group of people. You know, when you're a guest at a wedding sometimes, you're, you're, it's a, I don't know how to explain it. It's just a, maybe more diversified. You're not traveling in those 120 kids. A very good amount of them have parents that are invited to these parties also because you're you're in a community and middle school and your temple sure, you and to the same temple, right? right. Yeah. So your life is 
you know, going to these amazing events that you have to, you know, my, my client for next weekend, we were talking about the timeline for photos and she said, my daughter's going to be exhausted before she even gets to the party because we're starting pictures at three o'clock and she's in every picture. And what time does the party start? Seven. The services are oh, at so five. Oh, so these are family shots. Yeah. This is okay. all, everything at the synagogue. The photographer's coming at three. We have a Havdala service. The the uh, service starts at five. And she's the girl of the hour. She has to be in every picture. Right. You know, combinations with so aunts and uncles. So she's Kim Kardashian and, for a day. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then I need her to have the biggest smile on her face and dance the night away. And she will because she's that kind of kid and she's so into it. And every detail has been... Just so. And All right, so let's go to this girl for a second. Okay. Okay, so we've got this very sophisticated New York-ish or even from Long Island or from Westchester. You know, she's from New York City, and from, I would you know, say the really... Has been to a million Broadway shows, has been to museums, has, you know, Traveled, restaurants, yeah. but still a kid. In this but still a kid. Per- in this particular instance, okay, really so, is a 13-year-old. Okay, Loves so, her friends, loves to dance. So let's take dance. a girl. Mm-hmm. Will she have... Costume changes. She's changing from her service dress, right. which is a little bit more traditional the temple, dress. Okay. temple, to her party dress. Yes. All right, so it's really one change. Just one change okay. in this instance. And, and, and when you're talking about 13-year-olds, is makeup involved? Yeah, of course. Hair, makeup. And I guess if you're a kid that wears a lot of makeup or, or makeup... Then you are going to wear makeup if you're. You know, I don't. I think it's like a bride. You're not. You don't want to look like somebody else. Right. And I think you still want to be who you are. I know with my own daughter, I'll never. She'll never let me live this down. She wanted to have her braces off, and back then they weren't doing it. Like now, it's really coordinated right. with the bat mitzvah and bar mitzvah date. Oh, do but, they do that? Yeah, they. Well, they may take them off for six weeks and then. Yeah, put them back I mean, on. I wasn't of that mindset at all i said to her you are this is who you this are, who you 13 are at 13 years this time old in your life mouthful of braces and to me she looked beautiful and that's the end of it so sorry sammy <laughs> that's funny <laughs> but she it was it was a long time ago all right so, so go back so go back to entertainment so yes you, uh, so it's primarily a dj primarily so, a dj so it's a dj and an mc and dancers yeah and Sometimes there's a, a live instrument. Like there's a live a percussionist, percussionist or a sax. Exactly. Who goes which into adds, the crowd or something. Yeah. Or sometimes the percussionist is, you know, up on, on a stage and it's kind of like a, mm-hmm. a show also to watch it and we'll yeah, light yeah, him sure. properly. This is the best way that I can describe it. I don't know I don't know the word to describe it, but did you ever go to the and I use this analogy a lot, my clients have definitely heard me say it. Did you ever go to a movie? in the daytime at like five, five o'clock and it was light out and come out and it's pitch black. It's a weird feeling. Yeah. It's almost like suspended something or other. Mm-hmm. So the time almost has to freeze that you're in this, you're just consumed by food and smells and decor and flowers and music and montages and toasts and all these little formalities, for lack of a better word, for the, the things that will stop the party for mm-hmm. a mother-son dance, a father-daughter, a hora, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And all of that has to be incorporated into, if we're going to do confetti, if we're going to um, bring a birthday cake out for a grandma's 
mm-hmm. 80th birthday. You know, there's sure. just so you have to stand on that floor and that party can only be for that child. So whatever makes that kid unique. And forget about the theme if it's sports or basketball. Like those those things can hit lots of kids. You yeah, can be sure. a huge, you know, Knicks fan and you can mm-hmm. love music or whatever. But the minute you could pull out one little thing, I'll never forget this. I don't know why I, I just thought of it. I had an amazing legacy family, mm-hmm. three bar mitzvahs, a bat mitzvah and two bar mitzvahs. Wow. And the very last one, his his name was Andrew, is Andrew, and his favorite dessert is dirt and worms. You know what dirt and worms is? No. Chocolate I'm, I'm pudding. Chocolate. chocolate pudding with crumbled up um, cookie, chocolate cookie to make it look like dirt and right. gummy worms. Oh, gummy worms. Okay. I, I think it was started at dirt one of the okay. fast food restaurants or whatever, sure. but Andrew loved dirt and worms. So what did we do at the dessert buffet? We had individual dirt and worms in little cups for all the guests and a big sign with, you know, branding and signage. And that was dirt and worms. And he had a great photo op and a picture with it and was in heaven. Whether any of the other guests liked it, which I think they did because the kids loved it. Right. It just, no other party. I haven't yet since then or coming up, no requests for dirt and worms. I have kids that are chocoholics and, you know, kids that love sour candies. Like we'll do candy tables and it has to all be atomic sour candy, (laughs) you know, and everything's a gummy or a sour or a sour patch or something. And I'll say like, where's the, where's all the good old chocolate? But that's the individuality and the personality that wherever we can plug it in and do that with the help of the team that we've put together. So to make the dirt and worms happen, I needed to speak to the caterer. I needed to have my decor person make a very fun sign. I needed to make sure I had the right packaging that the caterer could do these dirt and worms in like a little pail or whatever. So you don't hire a calligrapher. You're hiring a designer and saying, we're going to have this dirt and worms. Believe it or not, the branding aspect of it, and that's what makes us a little different and unique because I explained to you in, in the yeah, earlier podcast that we have a parents, factory right, exactly. that, you know, this amazing factory with graphic design and all of that stuff. We kind of dictate that and, and take the lead and then collaborate with the florist or decor company that's maybe producing, um, that artwork, for example, on the side of the room to make it look like a food truck or... Oh, wow. You know, so... Oh, so you're talking really... That's what we do. That's, you know, take the level of the wedding. Like the one said about carpeting. He said, I've put in carpeting and people think that I've painted the walls. It changes everything. Because <laughs> you have to remember the hotels, for some reason, I think there's maybe a department in carpeting purchasing called Ugly Hotel. <laughs> I know. It's incredible. Crazy. I know. You, you walk in and say, what were they thinking? Yeah, that's the blessing and a curse, too, that you see everything. You know? You, yes. You have to um, just have And you have to realize eyes. that you're seeing much more than the client will ever see. I see it when I go out to dinner. I see it in, you know, someone's home. I, I think that's why maybe I'm not invited so much to... <laughs> you're not the first person who said that. <laughs> All right, so... 
So just in terms of entertainment, like, will the dancers usher the kids over to the... It kind of happens. You, you know, know, you have uh, to remember uh, the momentum. Use, do you use the, the dancers to make things happen? Like, yes, 100%. Do they become, like, camp counselors? Yes, and, we'll, and often we'll have counselors as well. You know, we'll, ha- we'll have four or five dancers, and then I have, you know, a particular party coming up that the, we have counselors hired to be on the bus, acclimate and get to know the kids and kind of like rev them up and when they get to the venue get them in and get them started they're not dancing immediately because they're going into cocktails but they already have the camaraderie and high-fiving and okay so this is what i mean all right so so for the entertainment part so it's literally the the production company or the dj company is responsible for the dj the sound system the mc Mm -hmm. The dancers, often their lighting. These camp, the, the, yes, these, counselors. these counselors are all from the same company, uh-huh. so they could tell the dancers, "All right, watch out for those yes. couple of kids are shy. You know, try and get them out or something." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you they read the party and they keep the kids entertained. Keep on the, the bus. kids entertained and entertained throughout the night because there's some kids. The counselors aren't necessarily on the dance floor, but they are engaging the kids. You know, to not be on their phones and not to sit. There's right. some kids that just don't like dancing, so we'll have counselors doing other fun things with them. But the, I think everyone would agree. You know, in any any production or you know project that you're working on, the fewer amount of vendors that you could bring in. Like, you know, you can hire counselors from x company and staging from another and mm-hmm. lighting from another but then it just becomes so much to keep track of and right. you know this is a formula in a way you know you know you know how to light your band mm-hmm. you know what what uh amplifiers or yeah, 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 sound yeah, exactly. systems or whatever i have to make sure that there's enough amps in the room for you and designated right. Um, Don't power, think that, yeah, sure, and all of that, and thank goodness that's what. Especially Scott when people choose, oh. either an older country club or we have electricians that come in all the time. That oh, really? The harmony club doesn't have enough power, and we have to, to drop lines. I think is oh, the wow. yeah, yeah, sure. terminology. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I never understood it until I yeah, showed I don't my even really know plan. The terminology. You know, my. Yeah. My game plan to oh that's right my husband and he coordinates and we don't the games need power games need power the band the the music needs power power. the the video remember we're showing these things on major plasma TVs and video walls and there's a whole huge AV department you can't blow anything you know I've been there done that also someone someone our famous story. One of the reasons why we don't do day of planning, like someone can't hire me for the day, Mm -hmm. is because someone once did, and she didn't tell me that she was having a donut person come in and do donuts at the end of the night. Well, he came in, unbeknownst to me, plugged in on the other side of the wall. Oh, it's like a big fryer, right? And Yeah, and the montage blew in the middle of the (gasps) montage. And guess whose problem it is? Yours. Right. I always Never say that. Never again. That's why I love planners because yes. it's so much responsibility. The band's your responsibility. The DJ's your responsibility. Each dancer. Okay, so now I'm not even going to sleep tonight. No, but I mean, seriously, yes. let's say yes. some, some one of the dancers is acting too sexy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All I, of I've that seen this is, happening. But, but all know. of that is discussed ahead of time. 
the the t-shirts that we designed to put them in or or now it's even going so far as like a costume you know if if we're doing um a sports you know themed party sometimes they'll go in in ref shirts or that will print you know the kid's number on the back or you know but is it a v-neck shirt is it a crew neck shirt is it super tight is it promiscuous you know you know all of that and and it can't be a surprise and it all has to be discussed because you know if you were thinking something else to the other extreme maybe you wanted to have a very you know risque (laughs) looking look and they i put them in oversized white t-shirts you know then it has a logo on it but it wasn't what you were thinking of so it oh, has that's to funny. be so you no, have to right there can't be any surprise surprises i don't like surprises i'm not a surprise girl i don't so know the, i don't think i would so like all it. the things the, the service mm-hmm. and then the montage and the horror and the, the the dessert and the games they all exist but it's your job to sort of like make sure that they all mesh yeah, we work in a unique way. I'm doing a timeline right now, and we're on version three. So I'm back and forth with the parents, and mm-hmm. we're changing things around. The dad wants his toast to be here. The mom wants to do this. The kid wants to mm-hmm. have a horror with just her, you know, certain people up in the chair. She's having a grand entrance. The parents aren't having an entrance. So then I have the hotel saying, when are you going to have the timeline? We want to talk about when the orders are going to be taken, when the entree is going to be served. So then I tell them loosely, this is what's happening. We're planning on doing X, Y, Z. She's having a candle lighting. She's doing this. You know, different people do different things. So then they'll write back and they'll say, plan on first course being dropped at nine o'clock simultaneously with an entree order being taken. At 9.20, the first course is cleared. In between are different formalities and dancing and dance sets and toasts and whatever. Entree dropped at 10 o'clock, cleared at 10.20. Mm-hmm. It's a dance. It's this it precision. Is. And not to say that it holds to the minute, but the outline of it. You know, a great MC will turn around and say, I'm supposed to stop now for a mother-son dance, but I want to keep it going because the dance floor is packed. Mm-hmm. And I'll listen, of course. Yeah. Is it goes from my binder, which is pretty perfect because <laughs> I got there seven hours earlier and, and worked on it. And you've been three years. Exactly. But then I have to relinquish the control sure. and put it out into the universe of not just my, my um, venue manager, but his staff of 200. Oh, wow. So, you know, if I have a great story of something that happened at uh, Cipriani Wall Street where it was so specific that for cocktails we had purple napkins and in dinner we had pink napkins and never the two shall meet. (laughs) But what had happened was there were 400 people at this bat mitzvah and a very lovely server or busser saw that the bars were low and saw that the cocktail napkins were in an area in the kitchen and grabbed the pink ones, but it was the purple. She didn't (laughs) read the the instructions, just her boss did. Right. And I don't know if he necessarily had a meeting that said, 
no you purple may, yeah, napkins. It's almost like no wire hangers. <laughs> yeah, but, if, exactly. but if it's so important for my client, and believe me, I had a heart attack when I saw the yeah. pink napkins because I saw them out of the corner of my eye and I dove and we switched and we laugh now because we've done so many parties for this People client. People don't realize and, that it's up to you to run over and And move if you those think pre- about it, it's come on. It's right. first yeah. world problems and, right. you know, is life over? But it is. It's yeah. That's the vision that my client had and what we worked so hard to put it together. So I'm, I'm not going to let it go, but I learned my lesson the next time. Mm-hmm. And I specifically, if we had X amount of this logo is in this room, and then we open up the room with, you know, another nap- napkin, as silly as that sounds, it's important. Uh, yeah. And it has to go on a list and it has to be highlighted and I have to bring it up again and I have to sound like a broken record. And I'm now the crazy planner that is throwing a fit over cocktail napkins. You have but, to risk being seen as a pain in the ass. Right. But uh, I wear you that have to be proudly. proudly. You know what? We're fortunate. We're called back to do parties. Our you know, word of mouth, like everybody else, I think we're respected in the industry by our, you know colleagues and vendors and if it means being a pain in the in the ass i have to be no i have to i have to be i just i i can't i i have to be me right um i learn every day and every event and try to um, implement the lessons because i'm not perfect but um it's, it's a really fun industry, and I love it. I, I really have that cliche of I, I love what I do. I, it doesn't feel like work. Michelle, you are the best. Thank you. I appreciate that. This, this is great. Compliment. So we'll have to do it again. Part three. In part three. Absolutely. I don't know if anyone's interested in hearing about no, it. No, this is great. This is great. Yes. Michelle, thank you so much. Thank you, Doug. Okay, bye. You know what? Fun! <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha!